Welcome back to Between Two White Coats, a podcast designed to help you be the healthiest version of yourself. I'm Dr. Michelle Plaster, a family medicine doctor. And I'm her co-host, Amber Foster, a family nurse practitioner. In our combined 30 years in medicine, we've seen a lot. We're discussing key issues surrounding health and wellness, answering some of our biggest questions, overcoming health obstacles, and giving patient-centered advice in hopes of educating you and providing the tools you need to live a healthy life. If you find our podcast helpful, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will help other people find our podcast. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to serving you. We are thrilled to have all of you listening, and we are especially thrilled to have Dr. Jamie Adams with us today. She is a chiropractor who we always appreciate sharing our patients with, and she is going to give us some extra information about chiropractic care um, and really kind of clear up a lot of the different questions that people have about chiropractic care. Thank you for joining us, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am just It's my pleasure to be here. So we have had one other episode that we have with Dr. Jamie Adams, and she cleared up a lot of the misconceptions about chiropractic care, and that was super enlightening for me, and I know it was for all of the listeners as well. And today we want to expand a little bit further and talk about some of the different uh, things that chiropractors do, some of the specific trainings that chiropractors get, um, and we want to finish out with really how to choose a good chiropractor. So if you're interested in finding a chiropractor in in your area and you can't access Jamie because you're not in either <laughs> Newton or Walton County, Georgia, um, then what might you do to be able to find a good chiropractor? So Jamie, let's start with different, um, I don't know, do you call them subspecialties, modalities? modalities? Yeah, different different things that different chiropractors might do that and, um, and different trainings that you have or cares, uh, modalities that you offer. Yeah, so really it's kind of more specialty. So when you graduate chiropractic school, you just have the general chiropractic degree, but you can go on and do other post-grad work in different types of um, specialties. So pediatrics, prenatal, perinatal, extremity work, decompression, modalities such as maybe using a cold laser, a cold laser red light therapy, um, uh, nutritional. There's many different areas of specialties that um, that chiropractors can seek out after they finish um, their their uh, original program. Okay, that's super helpful. And I know a number of chiropractors who help people with nutritional information, um, help supplement some deficiencies that people may have. Mm -hmm. And so that really helps us to understand that chiropractors go on after their basic uh, training to do more nutritional um, information training certifications. Um, what uh, um, beyond the uh, graduate, beyond your chiropractic degree trainings do you have? So I am certified in the Webster technique, which is specific to our perinatal population. And basically that uh, certification allows us to be able to really take care of our pregnant mamas. So whether they're coming in for just overall health and wellness to have a healthy pregnancy, healthy delivery, and also looking to get some great postpartum care as their body recovers from delivery, um, or if they're having a, a structural complaint, a sciatic issue. A lot of our mamas come in because they're just having a lot of pelvic pain, pubic symphysis pain, low back pain, sciatic pain. Um, but even sometimes if babies are not in a great 
birthing position. So if babies are in a transverse lie or even in a breech position, we can adjust the spine of the mom and we can notice that once we can realign the pelvis, make sure all the ligaments are, the round ligament, the broad ligament, the psoas, making sure that they're in a good position, the babies, you can see them, not see them, but you can see those babies sometimes turn themselves into a, a, a more favorable position for childbirth. And so that's a very specific um, extra certification that I have. There's also another 200-hour program um, that's called the CACCP, which is the certification for the Academy of the Council of Chiropractic chiropractic pediatrics. I'm um, so impressed that you knew what all I know, right? stood for. Yeah. I would just stick with the I would stick with the acronym. Yeah. I had to look it up this morning because I couldn't quite remember what it was. So, <laughs> um, so that's why it's fresh in my brain. Um, and so that's an extra 200 hour certification that does involve an exam at the end to get that additional um, training. I have 36 hours left before I can sit for that exam. So I'm really excited about that. Um, my wonderful doc that's actually in our Monroe location just took her exam. Um, so she should have that certification any day now. Um, and then there's also an additional perinatal certification that you can get that goes along with the other 200 hour program and I've got maybe eight hours of that left um, and so um, so that's the certifications that we have and all of my docs in both of my locations have that Webster certification to be able to thoroughly take care of our pregnant mamas and our babies. So if a woman is pregnant and just wants to make sure that she's uh, having the healthiest pregnancy possible she could come and consult with you all and get information on that even without having any issues. But then if there exactly. is the typical for any of us who have had the pleasure of being pregnant <laughs> yeah. um, and the beauty that is carrying a child who may be making your hips not right and your low back and, yeah. um, uh, and, and so in those situations when people are having discomfort, low back, hip, uh, ligament pain, you know, many times uh, uh, OBs will, well, that's ligament pain. Um, those would be people that would be appropriate to come see you and you can assist them with some of that discomfort. Yes, absolutely. So we, uh, our Covington office, we are one of the largest pediatric and prenatal chiropractic offices in the entire Southeast because of the population of pregnant mamas and babies that we have um, that come to see us. Um, I also on site at my Covington location and she does go back and forth between offices. I have a certified doula and birth coach as oh, cool. well. So yeah, so we have that additional service. Um, and I'm also working towards a certification for uh, lactation consulting. So wow. we're really wanting to expand on our um, just family wellness. We want to be able to provide uh, just from preconception all the way to you know, we say birth to death. You can say exactly. That. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, preconception to death. We really want to be able to provide all as many services as possible that our families need to just really have the best possible health outcomes. So. And if I heard you correctly, if someone is um, getting consultation that they may need to have a cesarean section because baby is breech, that might be someone who could seek out chiropractors with this additional training to see if we can get the baby to go head down. Absolutely. So. We do not turn the baby. What we do is we adjust mom's pelvis because a lot of times what we find, we know that all of those hormones like make all those ligaments super loosey-goosey in the low back and in the pelvis and the sacrum especially. And so we assess pelvis and sacrum, um, make any adjustments that are necessary. And then we might do some round ligament work if we find that, find that there's some constriction on one side or the other. The psoas is super tight. We know that that can prevent baby from being able to turn. So if we can relax that psoas muscle, relax any tightness in those ligaments, then that can allow for that baby 
to go into a uh, perfect uh, head down position. So. so what I'm hearing is baby wants to be head down. That yes. is natural. Yeah. And sometimes there's not the space for that to happen exactly. and you're helping create that space. Would that exactly. be a safe way of saying that? Exactly. That's exactly right. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and can prevent a possibly unnecessary surgery. Exactly. Um, so I talk to us about pediatric chiropractic and the typical things that kids may benefit from. So we, we love, love, love our babies. Um, we had a, a shift yesterday in the office and I think we had maybe six or seven infants in the practice okay. at one time. And it was, oh, it was so great. Um, I might've so, just lost Amber. She may come work. Uh, with <laughs> <laughs> we just, we, we hold, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, my staff members always kind of like fight about who's going to hold babies while mom's yeah. getting adjusted. And so, um, so we, we just love our baby so much. So really, the youngest baby that I've adjusted in our office um, has been two days old. Mom was coming home from the hospital after delivering, and before she even got home, came in our office to have baby assessed just to make sure um, that baby everything was going well. But some of the main reasons that we might uh, want to do an assessment on baby is um, latching problems. If there's maybe an issue with TMJ, if there's an issue with the top bone in the baby's neck, maybe preventing good range of motion to get a good latch, uh, we can help with that. Um, babies that are super colicky and just maybe are not comfortable in a car seat they cry all the time they don't sleep well maybe babies I needed you that like 13 oh my years gosh ago. Right. I needed to know this 10 years <laughs> ago I really did right. um and so I mean really babies that um ear infections is something huge that we that we treat in the office when kiddos are little we know that their eustachian tubes are very flat and so they're not more of that angle shape as they are with us as adults and so if the eustachian tubes are flat top bone of the neck can get misaligned can really clamp off that tube and if you have fluid in an ear that's stagnant what happens now we have bacteria that can grow in there and so um, we can help move this bone very gently let that fluid drain ear infection can get cleared up sometimes very very quickly so not treating an acute ear infection but helping prevent recurrent ear infections exactly. by fixing the underlying anatomy you, that's exactly. causing it. which in a lot exactly. of times we know that like uh, people always want antibiotics for ear infections but most Ear infections are viral. Are viral, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, some of the other things that we see in our office are children that maybe have learning disability or kids that are on the spectrum. We do have um, spectrum disorder therapy and in, in, um, in counseling, I would say, in our office where we do a lot with what we call the primitive reflexes. Um, some kids that have retained primitive reflexes, which are those reflexes that babies have when they're just very, very little to do the basic needs yeah. of life um, and if those can be retained or if those are retained as child grows that sometimes can cause developmental things that can mm. sometimes cause neurological um, problems and so we can really help these kiddos one realign the spine to make sure the brain is communicating effectively with the body but also look to see do you have a retained primitive reflex that could be contributing to this type of problem that you're having. So we give the parents guidance on how to help that primitive reflex go away. Um, so we work on that. Kids that have um, asthma, allergies, um, sports injuries. We wanna make sure that our kiddos that play a ton of sports can prevent injury or help with any injuries that they have. Kiddos that have maybe suffered a concussion. I had a young man that I um, worked on yesterday um, that ended up with a concussion after a sporting event. And so we really uh, one wanna talk to the parents and talk to the kiddos again about let's do this for your healthy lifestyle. Um, as far as making sure again, what we're putting in our body is what our body needs, but also if there's anything else going on that we need to really assess. So there's just a whole wide variety of things that chiropractic can help with with kiddos. 
So if a kid has been identified as having developmental delays um, or a parent is uh, seeing any kind of therapy for developmental delays, would it be appropriate then for them to get a consultation and see if chiropractic could assist in that arena? Absolutely. Um, we ha- like I mentioned, we have a lot of kiddos that we can work in conjunction with physical therapists, occupational therapists, um, to make sure one, like I mentioned, that the brain is fully communicating with the body. Because if the brain just can't get the messages to where it needs to go, um, because there is a vertebral subluxation in the spine, once we remove that, we can see just amazing, amazing changes. And this is a story that I share all the time, and it's my favorite story. I had a four-year-old that started care with us, and he was very, very high on the spectrum. Um, he was nonverbal, autistic. He um, wouldn't, couldn't eat solid foods, so mom had to kind of puree everything. He was not able to use the restroom. He couldn't go to normal school. And I had met his mom in an event that we, a health event that we had done in the community, and her and I were talking about her. And as we got to talk more, she's like, well, I wonder if you could help my little guy out. And I was like, well, I don't know. Bring him in. Let's have a look at him. And so I did his assessment. We did his, um, you know, initial, um, we came up with his initial treatment plan. And after just four treatments on this little guy, he spoke his first words in oh, our wow. office. And it was so amazing. I'm, That's going to make me cry. I'm not thinking about it. I mean, I was crying and, you know, his grandma was there, so she was crying. And, and really, you know, when it comes to chiropractic and whether it's your kiddo, whether it's us as adults, whether it's our grandparents that come in to see us, a lot of times when people come in, and you probably see the same thing, that their quality of life is affected by their health challenge. And yeah. so what can we do together to give you your life back. Because think about this little guy, like that's life changing for him. That's life changing for his mom. I mean, that's life changing for us as healthcare providers. And so that's really when I'm sitting down and having a conversation with somebody, let's talk about how this is affecting your life because I want you to have the best life possible. Yeah, and I think the thing that you're saying that really stands out to me is it's not an either or, it's an and also. You know, that you can get all the resources that you're already getting and you can open your mind to some of these additional resources because when it comes to things like your kid's health, what will you not do? And so why not open our mind to try different things? And you know, we advise people all the time, let's, let's try this and let's stick with what's working well and we can do more of the things that are working and less of the things that aren't, but we're not gonna know what works until we try it sometimes. And, and exactly. I think that it makes good sense. The disconnect that can happen between your brain and your peripheral nerves can create a lot of these situations. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that evaluation. Yeah. I say all the time we are practicing medicine, like, and I don't yes, think people yes. realize we're the not, word practice. Yeah. Like, yes. We're not you know, perfecting. We're, we're practicing, practicing yes. like what works for you. Yeah. And so um, it's funny because you were talking about kids and uh, our, my son, which who you know, um, he was like, Mom, I need you to call Jamie. Like he already knows like because he's playing basketball. But you were talking about it. sports. Yeah. And I think that's something, too, as children are aging because we see pediatrics here. Um, and, you know, sports injuries and, like, making sure kids have proper technique and, like, when they are having a complaint. Like, my son plays basketball. We have practice at 630 in the morning, and then we have practice at 7 o'clock at night, and he's practicing about four hours a day and then going to school and sitting all day. And so just realigning, like, things like that. So he's And, he's, and he has um, flat feet. And so uh, he's yeah. like, Mom, have you called Jamie yet? I need to know. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I probably need to do that right now. Well, I think when we talk about our young, our, our young athletes, um, there's an entire area of 
really pushing kids in sports and kids yeah. love their sports and, and they're pushing their bodies really hard. And it's it's not like the one hour after school. No, it's that not it like what we did growing up. Growing no. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we're when we're actually saying your body is your tool and we would like for your tool to work really well, getting that extra consultation on how you keep your tool sharp yeah. is really important. And injury prevention, I would so much rather yes. do than injury yeah. treatment. Yes. Exactly. So we talk to our patients all the time, like let's be proactive, not reactive. Like let's do what we can now to make sure that we can prevent things in the future if you've already got something going on let's get that fixed but after we get that fixed let's keep it that way and let's prevent future issues from happening well and I think too you you've mentioned like um, low back pain like I promise you everyone on the planet has low back pain but a lot of times that's what people seek out uh, care for is when there is a problem as start as as opposed to prevention and we're huge about wellness and prevention obviously by listening to you you are as well Um, but you know a lot of times we are we're behind when you have come to see us, yeah. like there is already an issue. And so very similar, I'm sure that's what you see. And so that's why you're like, hey, prevention, like let me get you fixed and then let's keep you here. Yeah. You know, because uh, most people come for pain or I'm assuming pain for you, but mm-hmm. like for us, it might be that it's, you know, a symptom that now they have diabetes. So now we're already behind on treatment because the prevention has already been overlooked. Right. Exactly. And that's why we really advocate, like, let's start day one of life. Like, let's assess your two-day-old baby to make sure if there's something going on that we can address it now and keep them functioning at their very best. So that way, when they get to be adults, we don't have, we're not behind. We're already ahead of the game. You know, one of the pediatric concerns that um, happens a lot related to the spine is scoliosis. Um, is scoliosis something that chiropractic care can assist with? Absolutely. So it's going to be, again, uh, a lot dependent on, uh, you know, and we as chiropractors may not know initially why the scoliosis is present. Sometimes we'll have an 11, 12, 13-year-old come in and we they have a visible scoliosis. And were you born with this? Was this trauma-induced? So at that point, the goal is... And again, can I guarantee that we can 100% correct this curve that you have? Absolutely not. But can we prevent it from getting worse? Yeah. Can we prevent it from causing other health challenges in your future? Absolutely. Um, now there is um, a point where, um, and we do image uh, imaging in our office, and there there has been some times where we've seen a scoliosis, even under care, progress and progress and progress. And at that point, and I have made referrals to orthopedists to assess um, these scoliosis um, that just really were not seeing a lot of improvement. But we have had great success with scoliosis in the past, minus those few cases. Yeah, that's helpful. I think sometimes we, we start doing like nationwide early detection things like on scoliosis, but we ask the question, we don't always answer it. And so uh, parents are learning that their kid may have some scoliosis from the school nurse, but they don't always know what to do next. And I think especially- on a piece of paper, that's what we, I mean, they bring it to me and they're like, okay, now you've gone to your doctor and now we're ordering an x-ray to assess like the degree of curvature or whatever. So usually it's the nurse gives them this piece of paper and then we're having to do, you know, further work Early detection is fabulous if we can start um, being empowered to know how to keep it from getting worse. Right, and if I can, if if you know that you've got a scoliosis and your child is young, six, seven, eight, before, I mean, really the crucial time is like we need to we need to get a handle on this really before puberty. That's when we can see the best yeah. results with that. So the earlier you know, the earlier detection um, that you have, the sooner we can start working on that and we, the sooner we can start to see good changes. Yeah. 
So. Talk to us a little bit about the nutritional stuff that happens in chiropractic offices. So again, some chiropractors do a ton of nutrition. Some don't do any at all. Um, so for us in our office, a lot of times people ask me, what can I, what can well, I take? Because you look like Jamie, right? You're, you're a powerlifter, so how do I get to right? I don't look like you. So Which we, one of these pills can I take and get as strong as you? Uh, okay. <laughs> so really, um, in our office, again, it's it's me counseling people on lifestyle. Like, first and foremost, how much water are you drinking? Let's start basic. And if you, and I can usually put my hands on somebody and kind of know um, when I'm doing their spinal assessment that you're pretty dehydrated. Mm. Um, I, had, I had one bottle today. Okay. Um, yeah, let's maybe multiply of, that by twelve. Yeah, you I know, think it's like eighty percent of Americans yeah. are dehydrated. Yeah. Like we just don't drink water. Right. And so, so we start there. We start very basic. And it's like, okay, did you get your water goal today? Now let's talk about, okay, how much sugar did you eat? How much processed food did you eat? How many times did you hit the drive-through this week? Um, in our office, we do carry some supplements as well to really help aid in the healing process. Um, supplements that can help um, with bone. Uh, um, uh, bone stability with inflammation. We have collagen. Of course, we do the like the magnesium supplements, um, and then we also will counsel our practice members on um, more specific nutritional needs, like gut health. Do you have a maybe a leaky gut situation going on? If you do, we do have a gut health protocol that we've helped our practice members through to really again help with that area because we know leaky gut can lead to so many other oh, yeah. things. Um, and so, if we can get that under control, if we can get you hydrated, if we can get you moving. We can keep you adjusted. We just continue to see great changes. That is fabulous. Yeah. So we have learned a lot about different reasons why someone might want a chiropractor and uh, how chiropractic can help. Um, and uh, in our other episode, we talked about some people's hesitation to yeah. use chiropractic uh, care. Um, help us uh, if people aren't in an area where they can reach you. How would they go about making sure that they find a reliable and trustworthy chiropractor? Great question. So one thing I would recommend is do some research. Take a look at, uh, you know, you can, of course, you can find anything you want on Google, um, but I would recommend um, really researching maybe the chiropractic office. You can look under, um, you know, you can read about the doctor, you can read about and maybe any extra certifications that they have, read about the services that they provide and see if you think that office is gonna be a good fit. And at the end of the day, if you go and visit a chiropractor um, and you just feel like this may not be a great fit for you that's okay you can always go and try to visit somebody else that may be a better fit for you and what your needs are yeah I think it's a it's true of every field of medicine and I don't know that and I'm sure it's true of dentists and ophthalmologists and everything else just uh, we have interest in different areas and different people practice in a different way they also specialize it with different pieces of information so I think recognizing what your goals are and uh, seeking out a chiropractor who has training or interest in those same things um, is going to help people find a better fit exactly exactly because if you're seeking prenatal care but the chiropractor is certified in modalities and extremities that may not be the best for you. Likewise, if someone's really wanting more of a, again, more of a modality-faced um, treatment plan, we may not be the best fit because we, we do some, but we don't do a ton of modalities in our office. And we can always refer you to a doctor that may be, again, a better fit for you. Yeah, I think that's really helpful to know, mm -hmm. too, that if you, if you start somewhere 
Um, and you let that chiropractor know, well, I was looking for something more like this, and it doesn't sound like you offer that, chiropractors will likely be able to know who in the area does offer something like that. Exactly. And we have done that many, many times. We have many colleagues, many friends. I have many friends in the area that I can help refer people to that may be uh, exactly to fit their needs. That's so helpful. I have learned a lot. I find myself um, falsely confident too many times. I'm like, <laughs> I understand what chiropractors do. I know all about this. Um, I really have been underutilizing the care with pregnant women. Um, I found pregnancy to be one of the more uncomfortable times of my life. It was hard. I was like, can we deliver this baby at five months? Because I am not able right. to keep yeah. doing this. And of, of course, that wasn't the only <laughs> option. But, um, but just to know that there's these resources to make you more comfortable and um and so I've definitely been underutilizing yeah. well and referrals. one of the things too and um I've known you for a long time we've known each other outside of medicine and I'm like you do community events like you you and your practice are we are so blessed to be able to have you and be able to refer to you because you do a lot for the community like she is just not in her office people she is like out in the community um, and I think that one of the styles about you that I appreciate um, is education like you are very big on like let me explain this to you I'm not trying to just do this fairy dusting thing just for fun <laughs> like I know what I'm doing people yeah. and so I just appreciate that so much from a professional but also friendship standpoint like I'm so thankful that we have you I'm yeah. always more than happy to put your name in our little referral code <sighs> when so patients much. need you so thank you so much for thank all that you, you. do yeah. uh, for our patients but also for the community at large you are such a blessing to um the big scope of practice, practicing medicine. So we are so thankful for you. So thank you. Yes, thank, thank you, you for coming on. We've uh, learned so much. We really appreciate you. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for having me. We'd like to leave you on a good note. So here's today's Tell Me Something Good. Technology. It's kind of a love-hate thing for us, but I do enjoy being able to see my friends and extended family members through social media, um, taking pictures on my phone and being able to pull up fun pictures of my family to show patients and friends is something good. Thank you for joining us today. And until next time, take care of yourself.